Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Miss Eha, coming live from Mobile, Alabama. Can y'all answer this music? Hey, 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 it's your girl, Miss Eha, coming live from Mobile, Alabama. I heard myself. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Do me a favor. Take this opportunity to like comment, follow, share, all that good stuff that helps us reach more and more and more people every single Tuesday night. As always, I have Black Excellence, um, some fine Black Excellence in the building with me tonight, too. So, um, yeah, uh, should be an episode that's very, very pleasing on the eyes tonight. So we're going to have a good time, too. But before I get started, let me go ahead and give you my medical disclaimers. Neither myself, Patricia Reed, a.k.a. Eha de Jimenez, Jordi with Trish, or any of my affiliates or anybody sitting here is here to give you any type of medical or psychiatric advice tonight. If you are having any type of medical or psychiatric emergency, we would defer you to your nearest emergency room or call your provider. Because as always, I am not your provider <laughs> on Tuesday nights. Okay. So we're going to talk tonight about goal, friends, and then we're going to talk, we're going to have some fun tonight, too. So stick around, but let me go ahead and introduce um, this fire I have sitting over here to my right. Who do I have here? My name is Jolanda Amy. Um, my official title is Family Nurse Practitioner, and I am the owner-operator of Amy Elite Healthcare. Okay. And Miss Fine Fine sitting over here to my left would be... Hey, girl. Hey, Hello, hello, everybody. It's your girl, Bambi, the Down South Diva, also known as Amberly Harris, whichever one you prefer is good with me. I am co-owner of Inspire You Marketing Firm and Inspire You On Air. And all the way over there to my <laughs> far left, left, this goddess over here. Who, who are you? Hello, everyone. My name is Phoenicia West, and I'm the owner and massage therapist at Massage Essential Time. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, my favorite um, me time is laying on Phoenicia's massage table over there. Go ahead and give them the address so they know where to find you. Okay, you guys. So um, you can find me at 1203 U.S. Highway 98 in that Sweet 1F in Daphne, Alabama. And you can also visit my website at www.massageessentialtime.com to book your appointments as well. Website? My website. Absolutely. InspireU.org. You can also download the free app in your Google Play or Apple Store. Inspire You on Air. Spell N-S-P-I-R-E with the letter U. And do you have a website yet? Okay. Yes, it is currently www.amyelitehealthcare.org. And y'all already know <laughs> www.impatriciareed.com. Follow all of your girls tonight because that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about goal friends. I don't even know when the title goal friends, like how new or old is the title goal friends? I guess it kind of depends on who you're, you know, who you're mm -hmm. talking to. Because okay. I think it comes with a mentality. Okay. So tell, tell, tell me what you take from the mentality. What, tell me about a goal. Friend. Well, in my opinion, a goal friend, um, when you were younger, you didn't foresee the future. You didn't look into what am I aspiring to do? You kind of lived in the moment. Mm -hmm. When you started Diving over into goal friends, that's how you know you're maturing. That's how you know that you are adulting. 
But within that, those goal friends are the people who have those same type of ambitions. Maybe not be the same type of work field, the same type of desires, but you all have the mindset of I'm going to set these goals and reach them. And you go towards that together as friends. Absolutely. That's what I think. That That's absolutely what I think as well. And that's kind of what I wanted to, to build on tonight is like your connection of um, you know, how important it is to surround yourself with people who have goals and not necessarily the fact that, you know, okay, like Phoenicia is a massage therapist. And I'm a nurse practitioner. Like there's two different, two totally different um, professions. professions. Yes, that word. <laughs> two totally different professions, but still, you know, something that took some type of motivation, some type of drive, some type of goal. Um, and so, have you like in your lifetime have you ever found yourself sitting we'll defer to see you have you found yourself ever sitting amongst like in a group of friends when you realize that some of them there like just were goalless like didn't have yeah we gonna get serious tonight yeah like so have you have That's you your found question. yourself um so you know, over the years, of course, like, cause you're, I'm hitting different pillars in life. So I'm encountering different levels in life, different pillars. So as I look back, you know, looking back, even starting as far back as like high school, you know, college and on throughout to like where I'm at present day. So yes, you know, I've separated myself, um, so that I can make sure that I'm continue to elevate in life. And so you're going, I'm always gravitating um, a different level of friendships, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because you're, you're elevating, you're moving to different levels in life. So you're going to attract Absolutely. those different levels of people and situations and places, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then the rest is just going to kind of get, you know, and it's, it's, it's nothing I would say negative, but you're just going to kind of, you know, drop, you know, some people and mm -hmm. things and situations. Um, but what I noticed, though, is sometimes you don't have to drop these certain things. A lot of times they, Baby, they fall, fall off themselves. Yeah. Fall off. <laughs> Absolutely. Themselves. Fall off. Uh, what, there was that this movie that had Paula Hatton in it and Lanz Alonzo. What was the name of it? The T.D. Jakes movie? With I know what you're talking about. They were getting married. They were getting married. Yes. I know what you're, was it Jump in the Room? Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. I remember yes. the movie. And then there was the part, the other comedian, other male comedian um, was in there. He was one that was playing Lonzo Lonzo's cousin. And he was saying how money changed D -ray. him. D-Ray. 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 How money changed him. And it was when, like Lonzo, I can't think of his name in the movie, but he was like, you talking about money changed me, but money didn't change me money changed you you know mm -hmm. he would have different things and he would notice that d ray or whatever his name was a movie wouldn't come out you know and his response was well you know kind of like well that's not my crowd that's not my type of people and so for you like how what how long, how long have you been a nurse i've been a nurse now for over a decade. Okay, so like mm -hmm. almost coming right out of high school, you went into nursing. Yes. Okay, because um, it has been one of the I, I've only been a nurse for fourteen years now, mm -hmm. um, but it was the profession where I kind of gathered the most friends. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like once we like you build a bond in, in whichever um, 
whether it had been in ICU or in a physician's office, um, I do notice that I seem to gravitate more towards nurses. It's only been like in the past couple years when I've actually uh, developed more professional relationships with people that are outside mm -hmm. of the nursing industry. So I guess I'm asking you, how do you connect with people that are not in the nursing industry? Because we do want to like we want to have a, a broad mm -hmm. spectrum yeah, of, of friends. So how how do you usually connect with people that are outside of the nursing industry? Well, a lot of my friends, like you said, are inside the nursing field and that actually came before we even became nurses. I guess mm -hmm. like minds think alike. And so we kind of congregated together prior to even becoming in the nursing profession. Mm -hmm. um, since then, being in the nursing profession has introduced me to different people who have different businesses. And so when we in the nursing profession, you know, we need all kinds of people, whether mm -hmm. it's nutritionists or whether it's someone home health. So, and also with both of my parents being in the ministry, my husband in the ministry, everybody around me in the <laughs> ministry, um, I'm covered in the blood. So we're always, <laughs> so we, we know that those ministers are talkers. So with those being talkers and sparking up conversation with any and everybody, that has kind of led me to create those other relationships with different people outside of the nursing profession, meeting them in church. And what do you do and this, that, mm -hmm. and the other? Oh, I'll visit here. Or you have this smoothie business. Let me go there. Or, oh, hey, you're a massage therapist. Let me go here and there. So that's kind of broadened my spectrum in those people who are not inside the nursing profession. But my close-knit circle, those are in are the, the nursing, in the nursing <laughs> profession. profession. Absolutely. And you, uh, I mean, because that's kind of what you do. So you're in marketing. Right. So you just connect with, so it should be, it's pretty <laughs> easy for you, huh? Um, easy is such a... um. <laughs> that's the wrong word girl. Um, it's not so much that it's easy but believe it or not um, there's not a lot of females in the industry of what I do right okay. so the combat there is the women are so far and few in between if we are in the lane we're not the same type like the type of MC host I am is not the same as another female and sometimes that can cause unmerited confusion so the industry itself is built very unique my friends in the industry are male, but outside the industry, I have friends from all walks of life, whether they are in the health field, whether they are in the food industry. So for me, I meet such a broad range of people to where I get to meet people. And I've been blessed to be able to build friendships with people that I probably never would have even met. Mm -hmm. I've been on Zooms with people and somebody might reach out to me after that email like, girl, do, do you ever come to California? If so, we need to kick it. So. The, the word friend, and I'm sure we'll get to that. A lot of people don't understand there's levels to it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying like, it, it's not so much that I don't have friends in the industry. It's just because of the industry I am in, it's so unique to where outside individuals are easier to build those friendships with. You know what I mean? But I do have them on both ends. And you, Phoenicia, because I mean, I don't know a whole lot. I think I know you, um, I know Roger Gibbs and um, Alicia, but mm -hmm. outside of that, I don't know a whole lot of mm -hmm. black massage therapists. Um, so tell me, what are your connections like? So, um, <laughs> within the massage therapy world, I'm just going to be 100% transparent. I don't really talk to a lot of the other therapists, mm -hmm. um, but it is referral based. 
if that makes sense. So we don't talk a lot. I have worked with them in the past, like Alicia, yes, mm-hmm. um, worked together. Um, I haven't necessarily worked with Roger as you know, but I know of him, been around him before. But it's more so a referral base for me mm-hmm. in the, in the industry. So for me, I meet people outside of my industry, outside of my career. And that helps me so much because I learned so much and I learned so much from my clients, my clients. I learned so much from my clients. I'm so grateful for my clients because everyone is doing something totally different and they're from all over the country. Some from all over the world and some are local. And that's a blessing for me. So that helps me out. And then another way that I'm meeting people is just like different events outside the area. And I'm meeting people from all over. So it's helping me to expand. So that's that's kind of like how I look at it. And then I have some local people that I also have a friendship with that I've known for years, you know? So that's how it kind of works for me. And you actually, Bambi, you guys do, I don't want to mess it up. Is it Sisters for Life? Correct. Sisters yes. for Life. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about Sisters for Life, that expo that you do. So Sisters for Life is a health and wellness expo. And the idea is to bring women together to be empowered, encouraged, and inspired. So with that, um, we had the very first one this year, May, right before Mother's Day. And it was amazing. We brought together um, healthcare, mental illness, fashion, entertainment. Um, we had Tuskegee University. They were there doing the COVID vaccines. I mean, it was like Anything you could think of, it was there. Mm -hmm. But the purpose of that is to empower as well as inspire women. So with that, I can say that the conglomerate of women that were included, for instance, the media panel, all of those women were in news media. So we're in the same industry, but we don't do the same thing, which is what Mm -hmm. I was saying earlier. But I am super close with Kim Anderson. I am super close with Lanise Lagan. They're news anchors, but we're in the same type of industry. Mm -hmm. But even with those women, we were able to see a side of them that was not news media related. So with that, with them being so open and so honest, it allowed those people viewing to see another side of them. And in their minds, they're like, this is my cousin. This is my friend. This is my (laughs) sister. So I said that and I brought that up to say Sisters for Life is one of those things where you were able to take off your profession and Mm -hmm. just be you. And be accepted for who you are, be embraced for who you are, and be empowered for who you are. And that's the purpose of Sisters for Life. All right. So let's piggyback off of that a little bit. How easy, like, because that's the word of the night, easy. you and this word, easy. (laughs) How easy for you has it been? Because you you moved to Baldwin County from Louisiana, right? Correct. But how long have you actually been here? I moved here when I was in the sixth grade. Okay. So, so middle school for me. Mm-hmm. All right. So as you begin to blossom professionally, how easy is it for you to maintain um, like relationships with people who are not in your profession or not in the spirit realm? Like how easy has it been for you to maintain relationships um in regards to maintaining relationships um sitting here i'm friends with all of these ladies and you know all of them are medical professionals Mm -hmm. um but yeah 
when I came here in the sixth grade, you know, it was just me, my mom, my dad, and my brothers. So I didn't have anyone here. And Baldwin County just, you know, embraced me. And since then, you know, I have sisters from another mother, like Amberly sitting over here. You know, we've been holding it down. Our, her brother, my son, you know, they brothers from another mother, too. So um, I will say that I have been blessed to be encompassed by a great group of, of women. Like when you speak on different women who we all come in contact with, like mm-hmm. Sitting here, we have so many women in common that have been inspirational in my life. Like Amberly's been great. Her mom, Candace, has been great. You know, so um, Nikki, our, our whole little circle has been awesome. So I will say that, you know, moving about, I didn't have any issues at all. Um, the biggest thing when I first got here was my accent <laughs> and, and how do you say this and say that. But once we kind of got over that, I really didn't have any barriers. And, and even to this day, Baldwin County still embraces me. So I'm very thankful. And, you know, Baldwin County has grown so much. I, and I, when I, Women's History Month, when Health Sister Out mm-hmm. featured, um, I think, did I, were mm-hmm. you featured as well? I think everybody here yeah. was featured. Yeah. Uh, Health Sister Out featured women for, for Women's History Month. And they're, are so mm-hmm. many women in Baldwin County mm-hmm. that have kind of migrated there that most people still, yeah, we don't know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and Karita's always getting on me about, has gotten on me before about not like joining the chamber. Is anybody here actually a part of your local chambers? So I'm not a part of the chamber, but the chamber is our client. So mm-hmm. we, we, we're involved with them in that way. <laughs> And how about no, you? So not. we gotta work on that. We gotta yeah. we gotta work on on getting more involved that way, because I think that a lot of them are connect. A lot of people that we don't know, the newer Baldwin County um, elite members. Uh, and so I don't know. I, we need to do something so that we can actually meet and mingle, like connect, kind of welcome them to the neighborhood, because. We don't know a lot of them. I joined the chamber um, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So I've been to a few of the morning marketing meetings. How is it? <laughs> um, it's different. It's different. It's different. <laughs> and um, but you know what? It's growth for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's learning curve for me as well. So I'm learning and it's different, but I will say that, um, don't know if I should, but I'm going to say it. I do feel like it'd be a little bit more diversity. And but and the only way that we're going to make that happen is if we actually join and more of us start participating in it. So we, that we're partially responsible for Absolutely. not being um, as diverse as it could be because we, we don't. And being active while wow, actually mm-hmm. because I've noticed I've dropped off like when I first joined like I joined one day and then like a few hours later was it the night before and I was there at the meeting in the morning and then I came to another meeting that night in the very beginning but then I noticed I was like wait you know so um and just being comfortable in different settings and not caring and mm-hmm. just go with it regardless mm-hmm. It, it, sh- it really shouldn't matter, to be honest. But at the same time, I think a little bit more diversity would be excellent um, because a lot of people actually are a part of the chamber. They just, it's a matter mm-hmm. of showing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Participating. Participating. Yeah. We got to work on that. We, 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 we definitely need to, to work on that. 
All right. So um, how now? So you're getting married. Right? I am. You are getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you're not married. Single, yeah. single. Okay, <laughs> um, we're, we're sure some people out there wanted wanted to know that, so I just wanted to throw <laughs> to throw that um, out there. But how hard, how difficult has it been parenting for you with a brand new baby mm-hmm. as well? So you got two. Uh, how does how does your your daughter? Three. Three. So she'll two. be four on the twenty second. Okay. So you got <laughs> yeah two. Not even in school yet. So yes. how difficult. Is that um, as far as maintaining your, you're not, listen, I have this cousin who would always tell me, listen, you have to get friends. When you have children, you have to get friends who don't have any children. <laughs> I was like, well, what, shouldn't you get them to, you know, you want <laughs> them to have kids so they can play together. She's like, no, you have to get parents that don't, I mean, people who don't have children so you can ask them to babysit, but then they can't <laughs> ask you back. <laughs> So that's what it is. That makes sense. I thought that I was just a fun auntie. That makes sense. I don't have any children. I don't have any either. So I was like, that's that what everybody calls me. Got it. So how how easy how easy has it been for you to kind of maneuver and navigate momhood and and workhood and. Well, I will say, you know, I have a great support system. If it was not for my support system, I couldn't do what I was doing. I'm currently in school getting my doctorate. I'm, you know, I'm working at the health department, opening my private practice. And then I have, you know, the nine-month-old, the soon-to-be four-year-old. I have my nine-year-old bonus baby and my soon-to-be 20-year-old. But thank God for my husband. He's amazing. I always call him my refuge. He, you know, just encompasses me and keeps me grounded. My mother, God bless my mother. Um, If it wasn't for her, you know, coming in, she's my saving grace. She she um, keeps my son for me and my in-laws. I mean, I'm just truly blessed. When we post on Facebook, hashtag Amy Life, you know, my circle is just amazing. Um, If it wasn't for them, there would be no me. So I'm just grateful now because they're, you know, guiding me through this, getting this doctorate and being mommy and everything else. So my team is great. So I will say, you know, anything is definitely worth it. And family has made it easy. If it was not for them, I would not be who I am today. Um, I hope y'all caught those jewels out there. It is so important to when you are, when you have a career, even before uh, you get married and even before you have children, you still need a support mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. right? right. Yeah, because you may it may just be totally work related. You may just be overwhelmed mm-hmm. with work. So talk to me some, you know, about a support system in your circle and how how it's been helpful for you. Oh, girl. <laughs> well, before I get started, I do want to say someone asked the question of when is Sisters for Life? And I just want to make sure I mention that okay. it's May 4th, 2024. And it, um, of course, you you can follow, inspire you. But thank you for that question, sweetheart. As far as support systems, whew, okay. So let me just say, God has amazingly blessed me. Um, one of those situations where anybody that is connected to me, they pour into me, I pour into them. We help one another. So where my workload may be heavy, because as I mentioned, my mom, Candice uh, Minifield, and I, we have Inspire You Marketing Firm and we have a radio station. Mm-hmm. Well, within our marketing firm, we do event planning. We do entertainment. We do <laughs> video recordings. We do, I mean, anything media related, we do. So initially it started off with just she and I. Mm-hmm. So of course we did this through a pandemic. We had to have people that 
loved us and supported us because pandemic meant figure it out. Because you, <laughs> it's rough out here. So um, even starting there, that's how we were able to catapult into what Inspire You has developed into. Inspire You is not just Candace and Amberly. It is an entire village. Whether you shared a post, liked something, bought a sponsorship, asked for a shirt, just hashtag, it doesn't matter. So I said that to say the support is actually what allows us to keep going, keep us motivated, keep us pushing, mm -hmm. because the mission of Inspire You is to do exactly that. Inspire you to be the best you. Well, we can't do, we can't inspire you if we aren't our best selves. Mm -hmm. So Phoenicia mentioned earlier about people falling off. And we talked about it at the mm -hmm. beginning. Everybody that started with us definitely is not with us right now. And that's okay. Yeah. So even with that, it's like the support that's meant to be there, it's there. And it's amazing that we have a staff with Inspire You On Air that I can just pick up the phone and say, hey, I need you to come help me, ladies, bricks. All right, bam, I'm on the way. <laughs> but that's because that's the relationship we built. So for Inspire You, Inspire You On Air, it's one of those things where it's a lot. It's a lot of moving parts. Um, we have over 20 employees, thank God, because who, again, it started with me and Candace. Mm -hmm. So with that, the support of everyone and everything is what has built and made everything just kind of forward motion. So it's not stressful. It's not difficult. It just keeps going because we, along with our support system, make sure that happens. So it's actually a good thing. And um, even people who aren't involved directly with Inspire You, they're still just very concerned. I get text messages all the time like, what did you eat today? I see that you've been doing X, Y, Z. You know, so even if it's just a, hey, just checking in on you, or hey, I saw through a Mardi Gras, Every time I looked up, you were doing something. Please go to sleep for like three days. <laughs> so the support comes professional and personal, but all of it together is what keeps the wheels turning. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for it. And you should be. You should be very grateful. You know, I, I always say, like, you need a circle. You need a support yes. system, right? Uh, your vision. While, while your vision is not everyone's vision, the people that you are around need to at least respect the fact that you yes. have a vision and they want they even if they don't want to see your vision, they want your vision like to be foreseeable yeah, for manifest. you. Yeah, yes. they want it to manifest. So I do not feel like you should like surround yourself with a group of people who can't at least respect your vision, mm. even if they can't see it. I think that that is very important. And like you said, it may not be, you know, you might have auntie who is not going to do anything except for get on her knees, but, and pray for you. But how, how can you really say anything, but, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to prayer, so she may not be coming, you know, to, she may not, she may not ever download the inspire you app and listen to, um, one of your uh, hot DJs on on the app. She may not never, but she may, like you said, she she saw you across, scroll across that. I said, baby, I saw you scroll mm -hmm. across that page the other day, and um, you've been eating. You know, I see you busy all the time. So take all of that into consideration mm -hmm. when you start saying things like, "Don't nobody support me," you yes. know? Yeah. People support you in different. Wait, that's their love language almost. Yeah. It's like I can support you in my magnitude. And I think that's mm -hmm. why a lot of people get things twisted. If you're not supporting me in the way I feel you yes. should, yes. then you're not supporting yes. me. And that's right. totally not <laughs> the case. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it's up to the person to be able to decipher the difference. That's right. And I think that's I think some of the people that fall off we 
we feel like they fall off. But I think I think some people we actually push off the whole cliff, you know? Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to social media. And I, and I know it was one day when I was still, you know, trying to it, it just get more than 800 Facebook friends and nothing else, <laughs> you know, and I'm posting all the time and I'm like, God, nobody will like, nobody will comment, nobody will follow, nobody won't share. And your mom had, she put on there one day and she was like, listen, um, and I'm sure she knew more than, cause I didn't have a professional page then, but I'm sure she already <laughs> did it. She already knew, but she was like, stop worrying so much about how many likes, you know, they saw it. Mm-hmm. And they can't unsee it. And I tell people that all the time now. Once you put it on there, somebody is seeing it. So don't get so... I mean, yeah, it, yes. Does it help you when people like? Yes. Does it help shares? They do. And we, we appreciate them. But I know I'm guilty. Sometimes I get my phone and I'm going through Facebook and this is me. You know? Stop for two seconds and then it's, this is me. And I didn't take the time to like, comment, follow, and share everything Mm -hmm. that I saw. You also have to keep in mind that some people have like thousands and hundreds and millions, like all these different followers. Do you really think that they see everything that's posted? Right. Right. Yeah, you don't, you know, Facebook, like we're not going to get into algorithms and all that, but you might see something that I posted, right? And I actually posted it six days ago, but they're just showing it to you today. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't take all of that into consideration. So just don't get disappointed is all I wanted to say to you. If you're Mm -hmm. out there and you're starting a new business, uh, you got some gold friends. I think y'all should get together. Like, I, I feel like girlfriends should meet every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And um, just for the mere idea of support. And so you know that you might not like, comment, follow, or share, but you're doing all this. Like, I know that you are here for me. And if I need somebody to talk to, you're here to talk to me. So, Phoenicia, talk to me. Like, give the, because I know you do a lot of content. So what advice would you have some to someone out there that does, you know, is trying to get into the content room, um, but they're not getting a lot of likes, comments, and shares and all that stuff? Well, what I would say is because I'm still working on it as well as a growing process. So I think the biggest thing that I've, I've taken into consideration and that I've noticed and from following other people that are a little bit higher up on that status is make sure it's valuable content. And when you're posting, try to make sure it's valuable content. So I'm consciously trying to remind myself, putting out valuable content, um, making sure that if people are having issues and problems, you are the one that can solve those problems. You're the one that can get them results. So remember that in the content. And um, another thing that I, I saw it today, and they were saying, what's his name, Justin LaBoy? I think his name is Justin LaBoy. Um, anyways, on Instagram. And one of the guys off of Social Proof, he kept saying, hey, this man has posted this exact same post. Like, oh my gosh, like hundreds of times already. Mm-hmm. And look how many likes it's getting. Just reposting the same thing over and over. Because like you said, everyone is not seeing it. It's mm-hmm. the algorithm. 
everyone is not seeing your post. So just because you didn't get any hits, any likes on this one, it doesn't mean anything. And don't get discouraged. Just keep on working at it. You might have to reshare it. You might have to put it on a different um, a different video. Mm -hmm. or something and get help like I, now i'm to the point like uh -uh, i'm getting help like i'm gonna take some <laughs> short clips but I'm, I'm gonna let you help me because i don't necessarily want to put as much effort into the social mm -hmm. media because i have other things that i need to put my mind and my focus on like my clients and solving their issues and their problems mm -hmm. so you know don't take unless you're going to be a content influencer or something mm -hmm. like don't take it to heart you know, get out valuable content, but then also focus on what you're here to do, like what your purpose is. So, and I have learned my purpose is not to be funny. I know that y'all think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am really like, I, I know I feel like I miss my calling. Yeah, y'all don't think I'm funny. I think girl hilarious. See, I, 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 I think, think I'm funny slapping. too. But, like, I mean, when it comes to social media funny, or, you know, TikTok funny or real funny, I have just had to accept the fact that that is not what I'm supposed to do. You know, I can be hee-haw funny with y'all, but I'm not supposed to try to be hee-haw funny because Mark don't think I'm funny. And if I try to post something funny, um, yeah, it just flops. Mm. And my husband does not think I'm funny. Do you think you're funny? I know I'm funny. Well, that's so all that, that's that, all that matters. matters. Yeah, but you know, 25 years, he should be able to understand the fact that I'm funny. <laughs> it's coming, girl. <laughs> it's coming. Listen, so, um, did I have anything? Let me see what time it is. It is 7, 7.34. So we're really, really good time. I want to get into some, some fun stuff tonight, too, as far as social media. However, let me go ahead and get... Did anybody want to say anything else as far as any advice for, you know, girlfriends? And um, I would. I would ahead. like to say that, and I'm not saying everybody across the board, it's definitely a maturity thing as you mm -hmm. go through life. A lot of people assume because you're my friend, that means X, Y, Z automatically. Whether yes. that's a discount, whether that's a I don't have to, whether that, <laughs> no. And the reason I say that is because the owner of McDonald's has a best friend. Mm -hmm. But if the owner of McDonald's did not charge their best friend, how successful would McDonald's be? Yes. It's not that we don't want. It's not that because I'm your friend. I got you. It's the assumptions that come along with it. So with you figuring out who you are, where you're going, et cetera, don't put expectations on anything. Allow yourself to find out where a person is with you, how they operate with you. My friends are business owners. They do my hair, my lashes, my makeup, my nails, all of that. And I have never expected a discount or any of that nature. Now, if they say, girl, you good or X, Y, that's totally on them. Mm -hmm. But I have found that some people have no longer maintained their friendships because this person charged them. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't I don't know where I don't know. But I do want to <laughs> advise that going into something, don't expect anything and accept what you get and decide if that's what you want to vibe with. That way that can eliminate a whole lot of disappointment and misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. Definitely don't expect from it. Just like you said, just because they're your friends or just because they're your family, you know, like if you have somebody who um, I always use this example, if you have somebody that does hair, right. Mm -hmm. But you've been going to the same hairstylist for 42 years, right. Now, all of a sudden, your, your friend decides they are going to cosmetology school. That's one of the hardest, like, things to go through right there is, okay, I, I really got to, 42 years? 
you know? And yes. now I got to stop and come and, and I got to let you practice too. Cause you ain't there yet. Right. <laughs> I, know, I know what I like and you ain't there yet, but I got to come. I got to come to you. I do think that we should stop making it like, like you said, those mandatory expectations. Mm-hmm. You're my friend, you know, you should be doing this because if nothing else, it's the biggest way to get your feelings hurt. Right. And you don't yes. want to do that because that's not your intention, but it's the, it's the assumption and the mm-hmm. assuming. Now, in the same token, you have to be the person that can also accept when your friends are trying. And I can just give mm-hmm. a short little story time. So growing up, my eyebrows were like a hot mess. So I figured, let me arch my own eyebrows. Let's just say. That was a horrible mistake. So for like 10 (laughs) years, my eyebrows wouldn't grow in right, right? So I'm drawing on my own eyebrows with black liner. Now, in my mind, this is so cute. My real friends were like, friend, (laughs) you need to do brown liner and thin them out. And I accepted that. You know what? Y'all right. However, if I was someone that could not accept that advice, Mm -hmm. that could have broken up our friendship. If they were not genuine friends, they would have let me continue to walk around looking like Elvira by the eyebrows. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving that example to say in the same token of you being careful of not being um, that assuming friend, you also have to be that honest, real friend and you have to be able to take it. So it's a lot. That's why I said there's levels to this. It's easy to be able to take it part of it, you know, because being able like, Personally, I've decided if, if you hurt my feelings, I'm going to tell you now. You know, I've have held it in for so long and not tell people when they hurt my feelings. And so I would think, you know, we're in a good place and you say something and maybe you don't know that that that's a trigger for me and that I don't right. like it. I should be able to come to you and say, hey, Jay, you know, when you said blah, blah, the other night, you know, yeah. we was over there with, with Bambi. I know she she was all right with it, but I wasn't really OK with it. Now, you might not be able to understand why in the world would I feel this way, but do you really have to? Right. It's not that gives me an opportunity. Yes. To, to be try. able to try mm-hmm. and understand. Yes. And it goes back to the respect <clears throat> you were talking about. Mm-hmm. If you respect my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yes. Off yes. my soapbox. Thank you for this TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anything else that you wanted to add to the goal friend topic? Um, I will say in regards to goal friends, um, just to piggyback off some things that were previously said when you were talking about like support, you are going to have those dream builders and those dream busters. Mm -hmm. So you really have to, you know, be mindful and cognizant of who you share some of your goals with, Mm -hmm. because not everyone is for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've learned that a- along the years that everyone is not for you. No, everyone doesn't share your vision. So, you know, you may share it with somebody like, girl, you trying to do that. That's crazy. And you got 50 million people trying to do this. And you you think you're going to be the one to actually do it. So you have to really be mindful of who you share your goals and your dreams with. I know when I was in school and looking for preceptors, I, I really realized how sometimes us African-American yeah, women are crabbing that. the bucket. Like I would reach out and I'm like, hey, looking for a preceptor, just willing to share some knowledge with me. And I was ignored, turned down, you know, and these were people that I knew in the medical community, people that were referring. Well, hey, this is my friend. So we have to just be mindful of who you share your your goals and your dreams with, because Mm -hmm. not everyone is for you. You And you just have to be mindful of that. And when you find those that are, hold on to them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Dream mm-hmm. busters, dream Absolutely. builders. And I mean, it's gotten so bad, though. Just like just talking about that, the fact that we actually have to pay people to precept oh, yeah. us now, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. 
Did, did Girl, you that's add nurse talk. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> pre-sale. Right. We're gonna look at her. That's it. Trying to pick up the context clues. I'm, I'm uh, circling around and figuring. AKA on the job. We're gonna get some flashcards and everything. We're gonna be ready next time. <laughs> ready. <laughs> um, let's see. What I would like to add is um, actually seeing more um things that we could just do simple things it doesn't have to be a big event but maybe a brunch sometimes Mm -hmm. a dinner and it doesn't have to be such a a huge event where you have to plan it out so but you know more of us where we could so so we could get to know each other like Mm -hmm. a lot of you know i need to know people Mm -hmm. a little bit better you know of i know more intimately yeah and so i think that helps a whole Mm -hmm. lot like i said stepping out and going to different events and just meeting people Mm -hmm. and then how we just like okay let's link up for dinner Mm -hmm. oh okay let's connect now when you come back in the city and you make sure you call me now when i'm on that end i'm gonna call you so i think just being in the area um being able to open up a little bit more and being receptive to where we can like you know what i'm gonna step out Let's let's do a little dinner. Let's mm-hmm. let's do a little brunch. Nothing in particular that we're just trying to cook up, but you don't know what might come about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a good referral base. It's great networking. It's building relationships. So really, just more so working on building relationships. Absolutely, I, I think that's building relationships. Because mm-hmm. you know? we have a lot of professional women in Baldwin County, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't like we don't do anything to really to really connect outside of like you say, which I don't know about you, but I'm tired <laughs> of planning well, big events. That it's <laughs> definitely so the planning girl. I do it for a little Lord have mercy. Somebody just do it and tell me to come. But the other side of that is the hesitancy because mm-hmm. we know the capability of other people. So you're almost hesitant, like, I I might, I may, you you know what? I wish we could get out of that, though. That's what a lot of people are afraid of. It's like, you might have to get started small. Oh, God, please, that's just the question right there. You might have to get started small. I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. But I don't think it's a intentional negative thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's a protection mechanism. Absolutely. Because you don't know who to trust. You Mm -hmm. don't know, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I saw a post related to what you were just saying. There's a difference between support and surveillance. I don't know if you in my business or I don't know if you really about me. So I think that that's a lot of why there is a disconnect because it's not that I don't like you. It's Mm -hmm. just, I just, what I don't want to do is end up in Metro because you're playing with me. (laughs) I think it's that hesitancy. But like you said, if you step out on it Mm -hmm. and with my, with my profession by default, I am a sociable person, mm-hmm. but I also pick up vibes. I also yeah. can read through that. So mm-hmm. I've had to decline some dinners and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's okay. But again, it's just you figuring out what works best for you, what you tolerate, what you want. But if we could get past that hesitancy, I think that more people can unite. Yes. Cause I mean, I'm all for, you know, I, I think that number one, I think you should be dating yourself sometimes. Oh, yeah. oh, like absolutely. I, I feel like every woman should at least, twice a month put on some good clothes and go take yourself out to a restaurant a bar or whatever and just sit there and enjoy yourself and i have met so many people there doing that you know as well but also you know like those girls nights we sit here and we will watch sisters you know on bet and just get so in enthralled in the fact that these women are you know like they have this sisterhood um 
when we could be doing, we can be doing the same thing. And that can be from like a personal or even a professional. But I would like, we do, like I said, we have even nurses. We have so many nurses that uh, are in, it's no, it's no reason why uh, the black girls, wait a minute, nurse, black nurses rock. Yeah, they have black nurses yeah. rock. And then the, I'm a member of the Kaida Phi sorority in Mobile. Well, it's in Mobile, but also includes Baldwin in, County. In Baldwin County. See, I didn't even know anything about, yeah, about that. Yeah, you Okay. I'll bring you on in. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we, we should, like I'm saying, we should be doing some more networking so yes. that... Um, because you know we're we're waiting on the next generation to do so much, yeah. but I feel like we could do a better job at preparing. Kickstarter. Maybe you just put it out there. Hey, we're going to such and such on this day to eat. You're a boss. You're invited. Yeah. Just right. see who shows up. Because just see who shows up. It could be somebody feeling the same way we do. They just mm -hmm. don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. Luckily, we have a following to where at least our people will see it, which means mm -hmm. perhaps their people will see it, and this could become a thing. Yeah. It's all about stepping out and trying it. So go ahead. Kickstart that. <laughs> Girl. Okay. Amber, no shit. to everybody coming out. Gotta shut the restaurant down. But I mean, it's not a bad idea. I just think we can do greater things together mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. individuals. I, I do believe that. All right. So this next topic we're going to get into, this social media. Now, let me go ahead and give this little disclaimer, right? If you don't feel comfortable ask, answering any of these questions, um, I don't want you to. Why? Because there are some topics that I can speak on right now. Because number one, yeah, I have been married 25 years. And my husband know it, it is like I ain't going nowhere. It is what it is. And his feelings ain't going to be hurt. Now, you get married. Mm -hmm. You're married. Yes. How long have you been married? Six years. Yes. Yeah, so you might not want to answer these questions either. <laughs> But so this topic and you you single, so maybe you can get in on it. Now, y'all know I talk about relationships a lot. And I think mm -hmm. that just kind of came up because I am approaching my 25th anniversary this month on the spell. Congratulations. But young blue, this episode where he took he invited somebody, he flowed. Flow, how you say it? Flew. I got flewed out. He flewed, flewed out. out um, somebody. She met him on a plane or whatever. They went to wherever. And then some time went by. And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, here she goes on social media. Kind of, I don't, still don't even understand what was her purpose of even speaking on it. Um, they do anything for clout. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of what the part that I wanted to talk. I wanted to to kind of educate young women on what it used to be like, you know. Um, and I say this: I don't condone cheating. Okay. I right. do not. I do not want to be cheated on. Mm -hmm. I can also tell you that cheating ain't going nowhere. There's always going to be somebody that is cheating in this world of ours right now. So I just kind of wanted to talk about the the way, the level of respect. Now, I know you're probably going to say, oh, well, it's already disrespectful off the jump if you cheat anyway. Yeah, let's, all right, we said that, get it out of the way. I want to talk about the level of respect that people used to have when I was growing up. Like, because I grew up, my dad had a club, a nightclub, mm -hmm. right? And so I saw everything, you know, at the nightclub. Um... I, I, I'll tell you, my daddy was um, very nice looking too, you know, and he owned, owned the club and he had a little money, 
too. So I'm not dumb. You know, I, I love my daddy. Do I know that? Do I, I'm going to sit here and lie and tell you my dad was always faithful to my mom? Well, I know it to be um, true that he was not always faithful to my mom. It is what it is. But I would see like these ladies, right? When I'm sitting there acting like I'm uh, not paying attention. And I would see these women come in there and they would be with this, these men like all the time, every week. It was like their man. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I did not realize that this was not really their man. Mm-hmm. And this was somebody else's mm-hmm. man. But just to watch how when all of a sudden this man's wife would actually step in there. Now, compared to what you see now, what, what do you think that that lady back then did when wife came in the door? Got so. <laughs> First, she she knew her role. She knew her um, role. For, for, since, since we're taking the element of disrespect is already there from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it's already uh-huh. there. Um, yeah. So funny, my mom just said, do y'all have the same dad? So my granddaddy was a rolling stone, okay? That's who the Temptations was talking about. But um, my granddad had a club. And I was that little girl sitting Indian style at the Bunny Club eating cherries. Uh-huh. And like Mr. Willie and Miss Lisa. Totally thought they were together. Yeah. <laughs> then I see Mr. Willie at the store with Miss Thelma, and it's like, yeah. oh. However, the women respected the wife. They really did. If that's a safe word yes. <laughs> in the situation. Because mm-hmm. um, like you said, it, 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 it is what it is. So the reality of it is this is happening. Today, I don't know where these side pieces coming from. No. I, I don't. It's the audacity and the confidence. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But I don't know if the men had a conversation leading up to back in the G. And now they mm-hmm. just don't talk about it. I don't know. But I do know back in the day, you were behind closed doors. You were in public, but you were in you were behind closed doors. And if your wife came in, she was respected by everybody. And and, and I'm, I hate to say it, but like it really worked out for a lot of them very well. Like some of them were side <laughs> chicks for like yes. I said, like for years, like so much so it had to be another, it's like two different obituaries because you got a whole nother set of kids over there, yeah. you know? So if you want your kids to be on obituary, you better make your own. Because, um, yeah, so we went, don't, and look, I always say like when it comes to the shipyard, like in my mind, when I moved to Alabama, if you worked at the shipyard, I did not want to be because I felt like everybody at the shipyard had a whole nother family in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to say it. I feel like they had a whole nother family in Mississippi. But do you know how many people really do? Like a they lot. Li- Even yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Girl. Even in today's time. And a lot of times it didn't come out they, to somebody they, passes away. Different states. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, wait a minute. That's your, I thought that was your cousin. <laughs> yeah. That's your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just saying, like, to the young people out there, if this is your profession, if you're a professional side chick, y'all are sucking at it. <laughs> well, I think back in the y'all day, it seemed it like right back now. in the day, the men kind of demanded <laughs> that respect for their wife to where, Maybe that's what you it know, is. it seems like, you know, I wasn't growing I mean, I wasn't back then, but I'm just saying, just looking back and thinking about when I grew up and, you know, watching it, it seems like the husband's actually demanded that respect for their wife to where the woman that was on the outside, she knew her place. You didn't even speak on that man's yeah, you, wife. You didn't, you didn't, speak, you didn't speak, speak on, on his wife. And if, if y'all crossed paths, you dropped your head. You knew that you were not her. She was the wife. Nowadays, you have these women there in this mindset. Yeah, you the wife, but I'm listening. So they go to the left. 
real quick and it's very disrespectful and i think it's because a lot of men today they don't respect their wives and their girlfriends themselves so therefore they don't demand that anyone else does you know, yeah. respect their wives exactly. or their girlfriends that's probably I mean, you, you, set, you, you set the trend wife. going in yeah. so if that's what mm -hmm. you allow then of course and young girls um i don't really know the girl that went live with young blue but i could tell she's well under at least 25. you know mm -hmm. what i mean so it's the mentality as well that this is okay because i i'm with you I, you went live because why on the back end of that after you went live what did you gain absolutely i, 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 I could not understand it at all whatsoever he didn't even talk to me well and you admitted that he yeah, didn't buy me anything to eat he didn't so so what was the you're letting everyone of, know you got played yeah, i'm not really whole, sure what's happening do you know what we're talking about I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just listening. Y'all tune in. I got played. Yeah, I was yeah, like, you like, don't yeah. flew me out here. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I had to I'm buy bored. my own food. I'm bored. <laughs> it just didn't. It didn't. It didn't add up. That, no. I would have kept that story to myself. I think what's going on now compared to then is like you also gotta figure out like it's social media is it's a rampage, and the music is totally different. So it's a lot of different factors that are influencing them, and if there's no one in I don't want to talk about anyone. If there's no one in their household that they have to look up to or anything to, um, nothing to look up to. Like me growing up, I, I I don't, I'm oblivious to it. Like none of that was going, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's in, um, I was monitored as well. So like, this is a different time, it's a different generation. Even though my parents were working, I was monitored. Mm -hmm. Whether I was with other family members, with my aunts or grandma, like I was monitored. Like what is going on on TV? The music that we're listening to, if we're going on vacation, like I'm listening to freaking Kennedy. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to Michael Jackson. Yeah. I'm listening to Luther. They're not listening to that. Mm -hmm. They're listening to what this other female is doing and she probably ain't even doing that. If people are seeing now on um, listening to music, the rappers, the female, they're not even doing that. But but other people are taking it. Town. Yeah, mm. yeah, but they're not well, some of them doing that. Girl, I'm but I was saying, like, we didn't listen. I didn't listen to that. We had Tom Pepper. I thought it was pop. They came on the radio. Oh, no mercy. But you are you're absolutely correct. Yeah, what was that? Oh, I love it so much. Ooh. It's so we didn't hear that. Yeah. R. Kelly was starting to get somewhere at some point, yeah. but he wasn't even taking it like I don't know, girl. He, yeah, because mm, he, he was a little discreet. Well, yeah. I was like, it wasn't. He was Yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah. And um, making millions. Where is the world today? <laughs> but yes, I'm, I don't know what her aim was. And in that, I, if I may say, I think what people don't realize. Okay, cool. The guy is out of line because he's stepping out. Mm -hmm. Issue number one. Beside mm -hmm. Peace Judy, when you do what you do, you're affecting more than him and his wife. If they have children, if they yes. have businesses, if they, yes. it goes way beyond you. So going into the situation, you already know what it is. So what I never understand is why people go to aim to destroy mm -hmm. a situation yes. when yes. You, you're in the wrong in the first place. Yes. That's what I never understood, which circles back to now young blues wife has gone live and she's talking about divorcing him based off of. And some people are like, he didn't even do anything. So why you want to divorce him? They're kind of married. That's mm -hmm. a lot of what the issue is. Yeah. But people's mentality is, well, he didn't do X, Y, Z with her. So why do you want to divorce him? Because the, like the actual yeah, cheating is more right. than, yeah. yeah. He's a celebrity. So this is what he does. I'm sorry. But I don't care who I'm married to. We're not mm -hmm. doing that. I know it doesn't matter right. who you are, what you do, what you have. We're not doing that. 
Now. We ain't flowing, 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 we ain't doing. We ain't paying the shipping costs. We we is not paying the shipping costs. We not paying the shipping costs. That's Seriously. a good one. So that that was just my. I just wanted to speak a little bit to you, young ladies out there. Number one, like you know, Amberly said, please like identify what your mm-hmm. what your purpose is, or what are you getting out of this relationship, and if it's solely to destroy. Or if your soul mentality is just, I don't care if I care. You know, people, some people are like, well, if I cared about his family, I wouldn't be messing around with him. Whatever. I'm just saying, like, if your sole purpose is to go out there and destroy, um, what the Bible say Satan come to do? Steal, Steal kill, 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 and destroy. And destroy. So you're pretty much Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you are. If that's and that's where she went with purpose. <laughs> Is to just destroy that's Yeah, the say hey, say Santa. <laughs> yes. So one more thing I wanted to ask, and this is very a very important topic. There was a girl, and they some people are saying there was a backstory, and I saw a part of it like this morning on Charlemagne um, on the Breakfast Club. But like, if someone asks you your number, apparently some girl. A guy was asking a girl for her number and she wouldn't give it to him. And he like hit her in the face with a I saw brick. That. Yeah, and the men what? were just standing there and yeah, they watched it I happen. Saw that. Yes. Yeah, he hit her with a brick mm-hmm. in the face. Yes, and they did absolutely they did nothing, nothing about that. it. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea that there was like people are really have been scared, like women are scared to not give their number. Like they're giving. They got two phones so they can give out that number in case know. it rings Mm-mm. while you still stand in there. Or if you give the wrong number, they, you know, these guys are like getting it's aggressive. Happened. Yeah, it does. It, but it's been like that. Like I remember in college, <laughs> we used to go to this place. <laughs> we probably shouldn't have been there. But it was all of us on the basketball team. And it was just this one night. I never forget this night. All of us were standing there. Ito's come to the car. We weren't trying to go to the car. But it was just one of those places. And he was like, Give me your number. Give me your number. I'm like, no. He was and he literally had a little thing right there on that lap. You know, the gun. It was sitting <laughs> on his lap. We was like, everybody started spitting out the numbers and he started calling right then and there. To see if there was that, actually but this was ring. back. Wow. This was oh, wow. then. Yeah, that is but depending, but you know what? It's also depending on where you're at and the situations Absolutely. that you're in, the environment that you're in, like how you're saying, like gold friends, like that kind of like that encompasses everything in life. Mm-hmm. Where you're actually at. Should you actually be in those situations with that should type of person? Should you actually be communicating with that type of person? You you know what I mean? Like, should you actually be in the situation that you're putting yourself in, communicating with those type of people? Like Young Blue, like, mm-hmm. should you really have been communicating? No. If you were going to step out there, like, why should you really been communicating? Well, she said, it's a celebrity, so why wouldn't I do it? Like, so that's the reason? But that anyway. shouldn't be your reason. But I do have a question, though. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Was he showing her the brick when he asked for the number, or did he pull it? Like, where was the brick? Where were they? Yeah, I, I, I don't so know. So he walked part. up to her with a brick and I don't know. The I, brick saw, I saw, I saw her. her she went live, and I saw her afterwards. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I believe is, unfortunately, you know, with her situation, it was bricks, but we see it on the news all the time. Women losing their lives. Yeah. Because, you know, I think that, you know, unf- we don't have good coping mechanisms. Oh You're not used goodness. to being told no. You're not yeah. used to mm-hmm. being boundaries being set. If yeah. you ask somebody for something, they say no, you shouldn't go cluck them upside the head with a brick. Definitely not getting my number now. Right. I mean, there were people and that were calling and saying they you know? were actually married. 
but they're still giving out their number. I'm not like solely out off the fear of what this person no. may do. And I'm like, I never had. I've I, never I, had that. I've They're gonna never get just the name and number that. though. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you feel me? See my husband. <laughs> Call it right now. Call him right now. He he rolling up. Got GPS on me. You know, I've just never oh been in that situation where I felt pressure. Like it worries me for my girls, like for my children. Like, Absolutely, that's insane. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. It happened that one time. Has it happened again? <laughs> Y'all was in the trap, Phoenicia. That's what that was. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's, that's exactly what it was at that point. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing when you're young. Yeah, you're like 18, you 19. Know. I don't know what. People don't know. But what the thing about doing. it is, he gets the number and then what? Because now you're gone and you don't pulled off. So I don't see the piece in your lap. I'm definitely not answering the phone. Block no immediately. Being there. Yeah. We had no business. Coach did not know. <laughs> so they were get he got Coach those numbers and we changed them. A ball lesson. That was a ball lesson. <laughs> I will not do it again. Listen, talk to your girls, talk to your daughters about that. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't know. I'm gonna have to talk to mine because I don't know. Mine. Cause I don't know. I don't know if if they're out there just willy-nilly giving out their numbers out of fear. Um, you may want to get a, have an app on their phone, like get them an app to where you have that, you know, that falsified number where the phone will ring, but it's not necessarily tied Maybe to we them. Might you can just... do Google Voice. It's free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. We need to develop yeah, our own. I mean, I don't yeah. want our girls out here afraid, but. <laughs> or maybe develop but an I'm... app to where if you have to do that and give that falsified number, when that mm-hmm. number is called, the number that the they're calling is recorded. Yeah. And, it, and an alert may be local authorities Or just like a business phone number. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, yeah. Attached to. Like a Google Voice to your number. I think we just mm-hmm. created a business venture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, that I, I I hope you guys enjoy. You ladies enjoyed yourself tonight because I really did. Oh, absolutely. Enjoyed you. Enjoy you. I appreciate y'all coming to kick it with your girl tonight. Um, if there were comments there, I think everybody else caught them. Y'all, I still can't see. If anybody <laughs> has seen my glasses, the brown pair or the green pair, please return them to me immediately because um, I don't want to buy no more, but I guess I'm going to have to. <laughs> you have to get the little thing that connects to the something, glasses. Miss Frizzles. <laughs> so uh, I will not be here next week because, again, we're approaching our 25th. Yeah. Wedding anniversary, so uh, we are. To, I will not be here next week, but I'll be back the week after that. So let's. I don't know. We may go live from wherever we are, Chris and I. We may not. I Girl, enjoy your husband. I'm live. Your man. Your man. We don't need to but see that. I'm. Ex- I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited about um about what's to come. But anyway, thank you, ladies, for joining me tonight. Again, uh, websites real quick. Oh, um, www.massageessentialtime.com www.inspireyou.org N-S-P-I-R-E the letter U dot O-R-G and www.amyelitehealthcare.org and your girl Patricia Reed I am patriciareed.com follow every one of us and if you did not get a chance to look at this whole episode and then you'd like to come back and listen tomorrow it'll be up by 5 o'clock on all of your um, listening apps like Spotify, Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts All of those. Thanks again to DJ Tech for putting up with us each and every week. We'll go ahead and pray us on out of here and let these ladies um, go set some goals. Y'all ready? All hearts and minds are clear? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for bringing us here together tonight. God, we thank you for just giving us the minds to want to have goals and, and have visions and God walk in your purpose. And we ask that each and every one of us that are sitting here, that we continue to walk in the purpose that purpose that you specifically designed for us. And we ask that you would bless each and each and every one of our circles, bless our families, just bless every bit of us, God. We ask that you would bless DJ Tech and all of his endeavors. And I just want to see, I just want to see prosperity and um fruit everybody say fruit 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 and prosperity in jesus name thank you we love you god bless y'all bye y'all <laughs>